Hey guys, guess what? It's officially wedding season. So if you're on the train of wedding planning, you recently got engaged and don't know what to do, get your pen, your paper, a glass of drink, listen on and enjoy. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, guys. <laughs> I'm kind of I think I'm getting used to our intro. Like, I feel like one person says hello, hello, hello. And, and I say hi, guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> How are you all doing? How is everything going with you guys? Mm-hmm. How are you? And, you know, should I ask? myself again like oh no it's not that bad it's not that serious (laughs) i'm okay actually just a little tired and i don't want to keep coming on here every time we record to say oh it's the weekend it has gone by fast but actually (laughs) the reality is that it has gone by fast again which is so you know it is what it is man um generally Mm. i'm okay it was a really good and productive week it's supposed to be raining this week, which I'm not looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least it's sunny today, so I'm going to take in every sunshine I can get in the interim okay. and just hope that the weather is not as gloomy as the forecast is that it's going to be. Um, trust the forecast. I know sometimes the forecast can be off but yeah if it says it's going to be gloomy for the most of the week then at least one or two days is going to be gloomy yeah which is so annoying but anyway mm. hi i'm okay i'm all right i also don't want to just say oh the weekend has gone by so quickly but yeah it's sunday and yeah we're working tomorrow Ugh. honestly it is what it is. Don't let me just rant about that. But mm-hmm. it felt last week felt really good because I worked only three days last week. Oh, yeah, exactly. So I wish this week, like I just wish that every week was like that. You only work maybe three is being extra, maybe four. Just you just work four days instead <laughs> of five days. I won't actually mind that at all. True. But you know what they say about humans that we're insatiable. So mm-hmm. the moment they give us you work four days, next thing we're like, oh. Can it be three days? Like, so I'm like, it is what it is. I'm good. I'm all right. Um, I don't know what our weather forecast is for next (laughs) week. So I don't know if it's going to be gloomy or not. But however it is, we'll deal with it whenever we get there. But I'm okay. I'm all right. Um, My week was really good. I think mostly because I just walked three days. So I I resumed back to work like very pumped and I feel like mm-hmm. my manager and my teammates could all see the energy I was coming back with. Mm-hmm. They're like, wow, this is nice. And in mind, I'm like, yeah, this is what happens when you know you're working just three days mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of five. But I'm okay. I'm all right. Um, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm okay. I'm all right. Good. All right, so before we jump into today's episode, any interesting shows that you're watching, any movies? Mm. I'm looking oh, for. So we saw. I don't know if you. This is going to be your type of movie, Sha. But it's it's funny. Um, there's this new movie on Netflix. I think it's The Outlaws. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, yet. I actually wanted to see it today. I was like, okay, let me leave it for later. And saw yeah, the trailer, we... and it looked nice. Yes, it is nice. Okay, um, we saw that. Yes. Was it Friday night? Yeah, it came out Friday, so we saw it Friday. 
Um, I think we finished it yesterday, so it was really good. So I'll recommend that. But I don't think we've seen any series. So we we finally watched um the most recent or should I say last episode of Ted Lasso? Um, oh, is it all out now? Because we were waiting for everything yeah. to be out. We also waited till it all came out before all the episodes were out before we watched it. So we just like watched everything at this mm-hmm. stretch instead yeah. of like waiting every week. I don't know how people did that. Mm. But left to me, I would have like been, let's start watching it as it's <laughs> come out. But Bay was yeah. like, no, let's just wait for everything to come out and we'll just watch everything all at once, which was what we did. So mm-hmm. we watched that. No, I, I don't want to give you spoilers because I know that no, you don't. watch it as well. So <laughs> maybe when you finish watching it, we can banter about okay. it and see what our perspective is about the the last season okay. of Ted Lasso. But if you don't, if you've not seen Ted Lasso, it's, it's a really nice um series to see. There are three seasons now. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you've not seen it, it's on Apple TV, so not Netflix. So yeah. yeah. I don't I think, think we you... somehow having several like streaming platforms, platforms but yeah, I guess some more will come up. So, I mean, are you on treads? Because I'm not on treads yet. I'm, I'm on treads. Are you? I just don't. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to explain it, guys, but I somehow feel like I'm Gen Z simply because I opt on this one as it came up. Because, guys, you know, I don't have a TikTok account. And I know Ella also doesn't have a TikTok I account. Don't. So, I felt like this one. Mm, just see. I actually have a TikTok account, but I'm not signed on. Like, I'm not just on it. It's one of those apps that I downloaded because Timothy must have said you need to see something, and then I registered, but then I deleted it. So mm. I am sure that I have some account active with some username that I will probably see next time and mm. really just you detest that kind <laughs> of situation. But yeah, that's it with TikTok. We tried, yeah. yeah so. I, I don't want to say as I get older because then I really <laughs> not you laughing. Well, like that. why would I laugh? Because again, I claim that I'm Gen Z. I'm, I'm between the two of us now. You can't judge who is the Gen Z here. Because can you? She's just about to say as I get older. Mm. The thing is, I have this love age relationship with social media. Social and media. Oh, I've always had that. Yeah. So we yeah. tried, yeah, because it's almost like an extension of Instagram. Is like the twitter of instagram for me it's just like i'm not gonna go there and be typing anything because even the twitter account that i have i don't even tweet anything i'm so, my, twitter for me right now is oh what's happening in the world let me just go and get update on what's happening that's how i keep updated but other mm-hmm. than that i'm not all about i know some people that tweet every day i don't know how you do it because for me i'm not about to be back in my day thoughts. back when i was in uni doing my undergrad i used to tweet a lot like i was one of those people that tweet everything like almost every now and like on a daily basis i like i drop several tweets in a day but i don't know after some time i remember i just logged out of twitter and i wasn't like i never logged back on there for years Mm -hmm. so i was just i was just living my life without twitter and then now I'm I still like I'm logged on on Twitter on my phone, but I don't really tweet anything. If I tweet, it's mostly about like the podcast. Like I really don't say much there. But sure. I don't know why. Like I just felt like let me just say it was fear of missing out that made me join trades. Cause I was just like, ah, oh, there's this new thing everybody's talking about. Let me just quickly go and see what's happening there. Um, and I just kind of feel like, oh, I'm part of the Gen Z people because you know what? I'm actually okay being not part of this, you know. What? I'm a new I'm a, you know, 
I am actually okay with it. Like mm. in, in this household, there's one person that is always jumping on things. That has always the meter and will always be him. And I'm the one that isn't. And you know what? It's fine. It's okay. It's actually Balance fine. Like it's okay. And I love it for me. Like, because I'm just like, whatever is going to protect my peace right now is what I'm after. And social media is, for me, is just more of a vice than a virtue. So I'm just like, I'm not even interested. <laughs> and I know that, yeah, my kids will probably at some point making fun of me like I used to make fun of my parents. And you know what? It's part of the face of growth. It's fine. Wow. It's okay. <laughs> It's so so I even miss I'll say even when I was in town, I used to know everything. But which it's okay. town? You with social media, you were never in town. It's okay. You were never in town. Can you not just drag me? Can can you not just do that? Well, I'm going to be here to to um to poke anything you say to your kids about you being in town. I'm just like, don't mind. Right? Like, see, never in town. See, when I was let's leave this matter for my tires. <laughs> see, let's just you know, like, it's okay. It's fine at this point. Okay, cool, fine. Anyways, I feel like everything we've talked about so far has nothing to do with what we're talking about today. Which is so- okay. You know what? It's okay. Okay. It's fine. Um, so today we're going to be talking about wedding and wedding plans or planning a wedding. Uh, you know what? Listening- you- Sorry, it actually makes sense now because I know that abroad, a lot of people tend to do weddings in the summer. Yeah. But I know that in Nigeria now it's raining season, so it's not like yeah. the best time. So mm-hmm. for those that are about to get on that train of wedding planning, or you're already on there and you know you're feeling overwhelmed or you don't know which is which, your your girls have got you. Yeah, we're here, here for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you're listening to, to this podcast, if for some reason this is the first episode you're listening to, both myself and Inyola are married. So Oh, are we? Oh shit, com- I forgot. Sorry. you for <laughs> kidding, kidding kidding yeah it's just kidding. been extra kidding. um so we're, we're going to be talking to you based off of like our experience and the truth is we actually have two different perspectives because as much as we both did our wedding plans long distance my experience was different from ask from ask she planned as during covid so that's a different um uh, scenario versus when i planned my there was nothing called covid at the time so mm. Yeah, so you get a bit of different. Yeah, you get different perspectives from two of us today about wedding planning. Okay, so let me start with asking what for you was like the most important thing for you for your wedding day. Um, that was like kind of like number one thing that you you absolutely don't want to get wrong. Guys, all. if you know me, you know that is in my dress. <laughs> I knew it. Like if she, if you had said something else other than your dress, then I would have been like. Mm? dress like it's just that was the only thing that i ever and let me tell me. you guys on this wedding dress nobody except if she has told somebody else now nobody knows how much Enola spent on her wedding dress in my head i'm like well she's gotten rid of the dress now like she should be able to tell me how much she spent on it but i still don't know how much she spent so that that means it must be so ridiculous that she feels that if she tells me i'm going to georgia she knows i'm going to georgia that's why she's not able to tell me but anyways i'm not surprised that the number one thing for anila was um a wedding dress did i have like one thing in particular i think my makeup I, I really yeah okay actually my i'll say my entire look i don't want to say my dressing i say my entire look because that for me was like everything else can go wrong go the decor can not decide not to bank in fact people can decide not to eat me okay you know what i have i have a second question second option is what's the least thing that you don't even care 
four about the wedding. Like Cake. you don't care however that went. Okay, Cake. mine was food because in my I'm like, if you put like eat, if you put like don't eat. <laughs> I think the reason why food wasn't a thing for me was because if my mom were to come back in another life, I'll tell her to be a party planner because even something as little as you know there's a there's a club meeting there's a family meeting family from abroad are coming over my mom just always knows how to throw it down and she'll bring out the so i just knew that whatever happens that can even be a problem because i will be really shocked that people will come and then tell me they didn't eat with my mother that i I don't me for me i don't want to eat if you put like if the food was enough if it was not (laughs) enough and you know i think why um food for me was not necessarily like a big deal for me was because first off Myself and my boo had a number of guests we wanted. But then, trust family, oh. it got extended. So, in mind, I'm like, you know what? If there's plenty extra people don't get to eat, I could care less. Because at the end of the day, I, I almost feel like the couple sometimes don't even eat the food. I can tell I you that to. I don't know what was served. It was people Shit that was get. telling... Telling, you get literally people were telling me that oh my god they had so much that there was this there was that there was that i'm like really because we didn't wait let's be honest i don't even know what was exactly them. so that's why i feel like i don't really care like what people were going mm. to eat or what they were not going to eat but i think for me too my look was like most important thing for me i think for the reason why my makeup was quite important to me was because i didn't want to look totally different from who i am like mm. i didn't want any makeup that, that would take me completely away from my normal self like i would look at myself and be like this is not me mm-hmm. and then my husband who see me i'm like um are you sure this is my wife <laughs> so i, I didn't feeling. want any makeup that is going to make me look overly or extra from what i i typically like i look on a day-to-day mm. basis plus i have so many extra so for instance i typically don't think wear um artificial eyelashes mm. so i was nervous about that as well like i was just like oh my god plus i don't have um eye crease so i was nervous about how the eyeshadow was gonna look, look. So generally speaking it was more makeup for me mm-hmm. um overall like my look uh but yeah makeup was like the main thing for me but what are you looking forward to the most about like in the in the whole wedding um activity or day event what was his reaction to my it? look <laughs> and this girl said that she's not vain <laughs> really because i know that i put uh, okay. i mean you see i i clearly knew how to an idea of what it could potentially look like and i was very particular about like fabric choice fabric color how it's going to come from my skin tone and all of that Mivado and six or, or silk or movado silk or whatever that mikado mikado oh, girl mikado mikado silk uh-huh. and i just knew that um it was going to shock people in a sense i just had that feeling like because in a sense, really, I don't yeah. think I would have been shocked with you out. Like I, I knew. So anybody, maybe people that don't know you well. Yeah, you see, that's so it. I, I know that you're very into fashion, and I knew that you you sketched and designed your wedding outfit. So I like I knew it was going to be mad. Yeah, I but a lot of people be... don't know that part of me. Do you understand? Oh, even okay. my folks, even because obviously my mom was just like, "Oh my gosh, she needs to see, she needs to." You're so worried about, oh, don't show boobs, don't show this, don't show that. So I think um I knew clearly what it was gonna be, and 
um i just knew that there would be i wasn't fully i didn't i didn't anticipate the extent to which the reaction went i just knew that it would be like really good um i think i also wanted to see timita's reaction but then i forget that he tends to have this out of body experience where when something that is not particularly familiar with or something that is been looking forward to for a while is actually happening for a, for a minute is not there at the moment so i forgot that uh, any reaction actually would not come from you come from the general public so <laughs> but did he, but did he eventually share like you know is is reaction later on maybe not immediately but later like did he have like, a reaction let's be honest i don't think he did i mean i was not there so i don't know <laughs> Oh, there's a lot going on in my mind. I will probably have to ask, did he have a reaction? I don't, I don't know if he did. I mean, I'll ask him actually now because I'm not sure that I did on the day. Mm-hmm. Mm. A lot was happening that day, anyways. So that's that's how it was. I think that's the only, that's the thing I was looking forward to. Because for me, I don't know. I I didn't really have any particular. Thing. I think I know what you were looking forward to. What but, was that? maybe your vows or something because you kept hounding me about you how to write your vows oh my god i mean no so they didn't allow us to read our personal vows anyway so Mm, i wasn't necessarily looking forward to that because i knew that they weren't gonna allow us to read our personal vows so okay but what was your reaction what was what what were you looking for i feel like it's gonna feel very silly but you know the traditional wedding when they say the, the groom should carry the bride oh lord i i really hope that was not going to happen for me and thank god it didn't so that happened and i think that was one of the things i was really looking forward to because so in yoruba wedding is 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 Ibeyawo. so the literal translation of Ibeyawo is mm. the lifting of the bride yeah so i was looking forward to that i was like oh he's going to carry in my head i'm just like if he's not going to carry me again <laughs> at least on this day he's going to come fair enough fair enough i <laughs> just hope that i wasn't going like- to yeah, I was just like, you whatever is happening, that. nobody should say, do not, do not even do that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why. Okay, so let's go to the whole wedding planning okay. um, process. What was the first thing you um started to work on when you knew that the wedding was coming up? Um, How did you guys come about the wedding date and all of Oliver? Okay, so generally when, when it came to this, I just knew that my parents are going to be fully involved and I didn't even have this illusion that oh it's going to be my day fully I just knew my day their day everybody's day so whatever <laughs> happens you know I was just right I was okay with that from the very beginning so in terms of the dates my mom actually picked the dates because she was always very particular about me getting married on a Monday because I was born on a Monday and she has this whatever idea she has around you know bless her it's fine with me it didn't bother me I'm like oh let's run with it it was also good because it was a um, public holiday because christmas and i think boxing day was on the weekend so automatically yeah. the monday following was going to be a public holiday so for us it just made sense and so she immediately picked the date i like it was I was like fine let's run with this because i was really indifferent i just know it's gonna happen one day whatever day it happens it's fine um so i think that was the first thing that we decided on um and then obviously with me because I have this problem generally with Nigerian vendors. I don't know if they just go on. And because most of them, the first point of contact will be their DMs for people yeah. that I liked. And I would not get responses. So I just figured 
I am not going to start to try to defend myself to tell you what I'm asking you for. I can actually afford. I'm not going to be speaking English. So I'm not even going to get myself involved in that. So the very first thing that came to my mind was getting a stylist. Someone that was going to organize all my looks, put it together, get everybody. If you want to shout at them, be that intermediary person. I just don't want to be involved in all that stress. Mm. I just want to get that, get there that day. Everybody is at my beck and call and everybody is doing what they ought to do. Mm. Um, so that was the very first thing that I did. So um after the got engaged in december had the introduction like about a week or two i think it was even a week like i said mom she can't plan anything <laughs> all you need to do is give her maybe 24 hours like this introduction that we had was supposed to be like a sitting room thing which is still was. it was a sitting room thing because i was... remember the photos were from inside the house right it wasn't like you but I just had made like one Ankara outfit that I told my sister Taylor to make for me. And then by the time my mom got involved and then we are going to have like a, what's this intermediary person? What do they even call them? Alaga. And then we're going to have like dramas and they were going to have some groom side, bright side. And she's telling me, oh, that outfit is not going to work. I just figured, uh, I've really have insights. I've really insights. So um the experience that I had from trying to get an outfit for that, um, and trying to reach out to other people that I really wanted to and they weren't responding to me. I just knew that not even being in Nigeria was gonna make you worse because if I'm not there and all I have to rely on is the communication that we're having. And you're giving me attitude. I, I can't do it. Nigerian vendors are bad. I always have a very bad ah, experience. They showed with that. me purple. Guys, even very recently, even very recently, I was trying to book some um photo shoot session and I had seen this makeup artist that actually was one of the options from my, I think it was supposed to be for my pre-wedding shoot or something. And I seen her work. And the thing for me with makeup is I'm very particular about makeup artists that are very focused on dark skin tone because they tend to get like my shade right as opposed to a light skin tone so let me explain to you if i wanted to go to like the very high-end makeup artist where i turn between a bm pro and a being pay or not i believe that's her name being bm pro is more focused on light skin tone if you see how mm. do light skin and dark skin light skin always pops Hmm. Being pure onoka is a pro with dark skin. That's how she even started with doing makeup for dark skin models. So you can see that if she does a dark skin person, it just always pops. She gets it right. So hmm. for me, it's like if I've seen someone that is very skilled in that sky, I know that okay, you're not gonna come here and try to make and me look one one shade lighter. Do you understand? So recently, I was trying to get in touch with somebody, and she left me on red for maybe like three weeks. And then responded after I didn't even respond. Like you're very very rude. I don't want to call her but then. You know what? Let's leave it for now. Okay. You know what? It's fine. So, so the, the vendor situation yeah. so, made you decide that ah, I can't deal with all this uh, stress. Let yeah. me just get someone that would be in charge of all that. Yes. And okay. the first time I had a conversation with my stylist, Tammy, we were just in sync. She, you know, I had, in fact, she was she helped me out with cutting a lot of cuts because um this was now like january of 2020 when we didn't even know that covid was gonna eat right so i had immediately booked like my makeup artist i had done like a books like um i think i had missed some bookings we already immediately decided based on the style was going to make my dress so many of those bookings we had done based on the actual price pre-covid price 
so when COVID is, it actually didn't affect me because I already booked. You already you had your contract. <laughs> you understand? So not none of okay. that changed. So that was the very first thing that I did. Okay. Um, what else did you ask me? So it was the date and the first thing you did. Yes, yes. Okay. So for <laughs> me, I, I, I've always just known. I think so. Myself and Bear had already always said that we're going to have a December wedding. Mm. I honestly don't like. I, I just. I've always just said, yeah, I want a December wedding. So the way I used to see it is, you know, December was like a festive period in Nigeria. Everybody, like even people that are abroad tend to come home around December. Fair so enough. in my head, the way I felt it was going to work out nicely was, however which way, if I have friends that were in other places in the world, they'll most likely come home in December. So, you know, December. And I also think, even though it was going to be a December wedding, not too early in December, because maybe people won't have, got into nigeria you know super early so for me it was always you know somewhere around christmas thereabout was always you know the perfect timing in my head for it again it wasn't going to be a raining season so i didn't need to worry about mm, oh my mm. god really rain really not yeah rain. so that was it. the only thing that i always knew with the december wedding was hey the vendors if you don't book them early yeah mm, absolutely the price Absolutely. is going to be all over the place. So I always just knew it was, you know, it was going to be a December wedding. Um, I didn't necessarily have any contribution per se in choosing the exact date it was. I just was fine with it being December. And when the date, the actual date was shared with me, I was like, you know what, makes sense. Um, I was in school at the time, so it was going to be my last semester. Um, so in my head, I was like, okay, that gives me enough time. Like I would have been done with my exams, um, you know, everything. I'm technically going to be done with school at that at that point in time. So in my head, I thought also, yeah, if we're to go for honeymoon, I'm not going to be worried that, oh my God, am I going to be missing things in school and all of that. So it just made sense to me that I will be done with my exams. I can, you know, face the old wedding and just enjoy it without being worried that I had exams to write. Um, and I figured that again, if people were coming from outside Nigeria, it would be a good time to mm. to come. So Fair when enough. I when I was told the dates, I didn't have any issue. I was like, you know what makes sense? I'm on board with that. Mm. So that was how the date was peaked. Um, the first thing I did was I told my friends, okay, you know, I'm engaged. Do we have a wedding to plan? The wedding is going to be in December. Mm. And I, because I was also not in Nigeria, I also didn't. I had this worry again with nigerian vendors that, mm. ah, the moment they see that you're calling them because again some of them will put on their instagram profile no dms, DMs and whatever yeah. and sometimes i'm just like well you are you are um, you know advertising yourself on this on this um platform why are you asking yeah, us not to reach out to you that way but anyways that's fine but i had this worry again with nigerian vendors that if i reached out to them and I was giving them a phone call they see it's an international number. If they were supposed to bill me 50K, they might just do times three of it, thinking, ah, you know, foreign money, forex, you know, exchange rates. And I was a student. Mm, fair enough. <laughs> so I was like, no. So um, I just told, you know, my friend, um, told her, I was like, see, they're the one that will help me reach out to all these people. Once, you know, we've gotten to the stage where, yeah, I can now get into the conversation then i'll join in but they would have given you code and everything before i get into the conversation right so thanks thanks to Tulu, she reached out to a makeup artist so many of you know the vendors were straight to heart i think the only vendor i reached out to i think straight by, by myself was the person that made my wedding dress and it was because 
she, it was an email I sent to her. So through mm-hmm. email, she won't be able to guess wherever I was. Ah, okay. It was later on in the conversation that we eventually got to the point where I had to say, yeah, I'm not in Nigeria, but again, she had given me my quote. I knew what the quote was. Um, But yeah, I explored option of like buying a dress here. They were just not... I was going to ask you how you came to that decision of... What's yeah, because <laughs> because I did actually go do some like fittings here, but there was there was just something not giving. Like mm. I feel like there was just not the Nigerian flair with it. Like it looked very non-Nigerian. I don't know how okay. to explain it, but there was just something not giving about it. So I just decided, like, you know what? Let me just look for a Nigerian um vendor. How I even found the person I made my wedding dress, I actually cannot remember. I was on that shit with you now. After I, we all searched, and I remember I sent you the contact on one dress that she had made. Let me just say you, the all like all the vendors I for most of the vendors I used, at least for like my outfit, everything it was mostly through one friend that said, mm-hmm. "Oh, I tried this one. Oh, I tried mm-hmm. that one. Oh, this I list of some." Hmm, that was that was like the first set of things. Um. I did. At least you even did like an in-person introduction. I was not there. In fact, I was sleeping. It was so <laughs> early in Nigeria and I was sleeping here. Um, <laughs> Bill was also not there. It was just in absentia. We woke up, we saw the pictures, etc. and all of that. But that was really like the first things. Um, Again, I didn't really, I just knew it was a December wedding mm. I wanted. I didn't, I didn't make a big fuss around the specific date. Honestly, I was fine with the date that was already kind of being spoken about already so that was you know that was how it was now we need to talk about nigerian vendors but um yeah nigerian vendors nigerian vendors what was your experience like i know that you used a stylist you used um, a wedding planner a wedding planner (laughs) and all of that regardless of using a wedding planner and a stylist how was your experience still with nigerian vendors Okay, because that aspect was taken out, I then had like this intermediary with most of the people. So I actually had little interaction with the vendors. Um, the only interactions like this is, let me start with um, Alfie, for example, with all the conversations that we had virtually about coming up with. One thing was certain was going to be Mikado's. I didn't want any form of lace. I wanted the fabric to speak for itself. So I didn't want any paparazzi. I didn't want extra drama. So once we found the perfect person to make the dress together. And I was like, okay, this is it. The conversations that we had were very nice. Um, I think I even had a much better conversation with my reception outfits that he mad um, dummy. Uh, mad I do so that made my reception dress because she was so nice. You, <laughs> she was so, so lovely. Jesus. Um, so that was really good. Makeup artists, I don't think we had any conversation. No, I saw daughters for the first time on the day. We didn't talk at all. So there was no trial or anything. I just knew it's daughters. I'm fine. There's no worries um, about that. Um, who else was involved in my outfit? I think every other thing from the shoot, the stylist, every the stylist picked up on that. For the actual wedding itself, um, I think with the decor person, because I'm thinking of where I was actually involved in. Um, I think the only one I remember was maybe Deco, and it was pretty similar because yet again there was somebody else that was supposed to, that was there to fight my fight. So mm-hmm. I didn't even lose sleep. One thing that I kept telling everybody that I had in, that I had that I had a contract with was, I'm not trying to lose sleep over this. So please don't try to make me lose sleep over. It. So wherever you need to fight, fight them. I have told you what I need. Just get it done, literally. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. how my interaction was with vendors. 
Okay. I mean, that, that makes sense. I think the only vendor that I can say for a fact that I didn't really stress, you know, two vendors that I didn't really stress about. And one, I don't even want to refer to as a vendor because she's my friend, so I didn't need to, like, stress about it. So Tolu made my traditional outfit and mm. my reception outfit. So I didn't really, really stress too much about it because, again, she was helping me with other stuff as well. So she knew how, how other things were getting frustrated yeah. uh, frustrating for me mm-hmm. um i think the other vendor that i didn't really stress about as well was the makeup artist i was just like i was very particular about meeting her before the wedding day because again i'd seen her walk which seemed fine with, with me but i needed to say to her directly to be like mom i want to see myself on my wedding day and still know that it's me <laughs> <laughs> so i met her a couple of days before the wedding and that was really it mm. but you see Hmm. You know that bridal robe thing that we wear during like dressing up and all of that. What that vendor used my eyes to see. Hey, because this person was making not just for myself, but for the bridal train too. This person just went MIA. Okay. I'd paid. I'd done everything. We had an agreed, and what I made sure to do as well with most of the vendors is really for things that I don't need to necessarily try on, or like I I made sure to give them, or even like the makeup artists, I gave them a false wedding date just so that oh, okay. you know, if you want Fair to enough. delay or whatever, whatever, it will end up meeting up, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine if I'd not given this lady a fake wedding date. Mm-hmm. That's how my robe and the robe for my girls will not make it. Oh, Lord. This lady went missing in action she wasn't she wasn't responding to my messages she wasn't saying anything to me i didn't know what was happening and i paid it wasn't like i didn't pay i started to think to myself that should i have not have paid this person (laughs) they know that they have money that they had that someone was owing them maybe they will press feed with everything so that was very stressful eventually when she eventually sent you know all the the robes home the one that was meant to be mine looked used it looked like it was worn already oh. like oh guys it was stressful can you imagine me panicking from here there's nothing i can do other than to be screaming in my room she's not cuckoo picking the call so there's nothing i really can do per se it was stressful it was ridiculous eventually when she came on she was like ah you know things were happening Ugh, i don't even want to get into it but that was one vendor that stressed me the most the remaining part of like you know everything else with the wedding my sister-in-law was kind of like um our planner like and things like oh finding the photographer the the core person all of all of that i wasn't like i didn't spend so much time looking for that the most important things to me were these are my colors purple definitely like everybody that knew me knew that purple has to be part of the colors um so those were like you know the main thing okay these are the colors um and um but the photographer's good i went to their page and all that vendor that stressed not just me me and my big together so our videographer guys we did get our wedding video did we eventually got the full are you serious we only got like snippets and that was what months wow this person also went missing oh god m.i.a completely they were no picking calls. They were no, our photographer before one, two, three. I think by the time we got back from honeymoon, like it was time for us to choose, like you know, the photos that we preferred. Mm. Like everything was fine. You see video. Hey, have you seen the video now? 
I don't think I've watched the full length video. Mm-hmm. I, think I, I was just it's just the social media clip one mm. that we saw. But ah, Nigerian vendors, they, it's the lack of communication for me. Yeah, whatever is happening in your life, it's you terrible. have people that you that it's paid really you for bad. service. You should say something exactly. to them. It's, it's t- see, I, I as much as possible, I don't like to interact with them. See, and as long as I have an event, I'll continue to get some intermediary, somebody that'll just put it together because I really cannot shout. I, I, I don't have the energy at all. So for me, I was just like, no. But what, would you say that was the most stressful part of the wedding planning for you? For going to all that details. Yeah, and also just the nervousness of the fact that I wasn't around like i wasn't seeing these vendors in person mm. like i'm just trusting them that everything would be fine and i wasn't going to be i wasn't going to get to nigeria like months before the wedding like i was going to get to nigeria a week or two before the wedding so mm. it was like ha everything has to go as planned because how many things do you want to change two weeks to the wedding really um yeah that, that was really the most stressful part um of the whole thing um yeah so i think one of the things that was stressful or the most stressful thing for me was because of the uncertainty of oh um covid so what I'd, we initially had planned was to have a two-day event um and that was going to allow my parents to invite everybody and everybody <laughs> that they were going to but as time went on um it was now like reality of covid meant okay doesn't seem like this is the wisest thing to do to have it as a two-day event was now cramped into one day so in terms of one day it was now the order of the day the logistics of it also how many people they're going to invite because i think this was supposed to be my parents time to shine and to you know just act as the true parents of the bride that you've always wanted to be so all of people that they really really wanted to invite was not like who would I choose over who? It's like, how do I? It became a big issue on the day because, um, because of the regulations, we were only allowed five hundred people maximum, I believe, and even with that, even with that, ladies and gentlemen, it was not enough because yeah. to start with, my mom has a very big family, and everybody they are so close in each other that it's like to not invite somebody is to automatically say, oh, you have offended me. That's why I didn't tell you. But everybody knew that COVID was a thing. And yeah. it was like a... a... Well, you're picking somebody else over them. Do you understand? So she, has, she should not invite anybody from the family then. So it was that as well. So she almost has like... I think she even has to tell her siblings like, oh, it's you guys that will have to compromise for us. It was, it was that. It was a whole lot of drama. My dad, my dad wasn't even going to... We kept... In fact, there was even a point where my... Um, I think it was my sister also that sat him and said, okay, we actually need to drop a list. And he kept saying, no. <laughs> so that in itself was super stressful for me. And that was, I think that was actually the most stressful part for me because it was just like, I am trying to stay safe. I've been in the UK for the longest time. I haven't had COVID. I'm not trying to come to Nigeria and get COVID. Get COVID. Like, I actually don't want that. You all guys, you also not put yourself in that situation as well. And the option of postponing it to a later date wasn't even something that I wanted to think about because, as I said, that earlier, means you're push, you're still going to be in this bubble of let's just get it done with. It wasn't even just that; it was the fact that um we got engaged December of the previous year. We had our date set for December of the following year. 
This was that's one year. one year. I wasn't going to keep you on having that be... conversation for another. Nah, I wasn't going to do it. So it was like, it's a COVID year, right? I think it's even good. So when our kids see the pictures, they know that, yeah, there was something like COVID. And this is when mom and mom and dad come back to accept the reality of what was on ground. I wasn't <laughs> going to move it. Um, so I think that was the most stressful part for me. Um, what generally did you like the most about the day? Oh, so I think one memory that I think I I, I can't forget was uh, walking down the aisle. Um, why is Daniela laughing? So so I'm I don't know if I'm weird, but so I'm also like a believer of yeah, like my husband gets to see me on on our wedding day for the first time in church. Like when he's opening or removing the veil, it's actually really removing the veil because he had not seen me that morning. Um, so what? It looks so annoying. <laughs> Sorry, it looks so so annoying. So here's me walking down the aisle. There's 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 the memory of there's a part of me walking down the aisle that I don't want to remember. Um, because hmm, do I want to get into it? Do I not want to get into it? Okay, I'm just gonna give like a high level. Thing. so um as you all know my dad is late so i think the the family that i am used to is my immediate family just me my mom and my siblings so um i wanted my mom to walk me down the aisle because i felt like yeah they say the father of the bride should walk the bride on down the aisle but my mom was like my dad um so i wanted my mom to walk me down the aisle and the church wasn't aligned that because she's a woman so I wasn't happy about that. So that's the part of me walking down the aisle that I didn't like. But it's um as me getting to the altar where I'm supposed to be seated and you know, seeing my seeing my bae actually crying. <laughs> I, I missed that part. I think that I missed it. <laughs> um, so he's he doesn't show his emotions. I think most people see him as like ad guy. Yeah, he is the ad guy. Yeah, he's very it. much the ad guy. He's the ad guy. So seeing him in that um in that light was like, oh my god, wow. Um, yeah, so that's one part that I won't I won't forget. There's a part where I was reading his vows as well, and I was just everyone's like, Your makeup, you've done your makeup. Don't you cry. See, okay, in fact, let me go to the next question before I answer. How many times did you cry on the day? I can't count. <laughs> what were the events that led you to cry? So reading is well. So like I said, um, I want I I wanted us to have personalized vows. They didn't allow us to read our personalized vows to each other in, during the ceremony. So he had sent his wedding vows to me before I left the room. Since at the end of the day, he's not going to be able to read it to me, but you know, he could read mine as well while I read his. So when I saw the extent that he went to, like the vows were it's the it's the effort it's the detail it's everything for me so it went an extra effort if you see where i wrote my vow like i printed it on just like a, i don't know just in a, a normal piece of paper he had it printed on this kind of like scroll. A scroll style um and leading up to the vows like i'd read other like things i had written yeah my husband is a good writer so i'd read other things leading up to that and so seeing that as well I was like oh my god wow 
okay, I that I thought I was taking this overall thing very seriously. Mm. I didn't take it to this level. And then reading everything, there were it's just everything for me. Reading that as well, just like oh my god. Oh okay, so yeah, so that that was also another part of the wedding that I can't forget as well as reading his vows and how I felt reading the vows too. Um yeah, and the other part would be at the reception. Um, you cried at the reception? Oh, your first dance. Yes. And then my the dance with between me and my mom. Uh, the moment she started crying, I just lost it. And I, I was trying to say, don't cry, don't cry. Um, but I was happy, you know, but I think it was just tears of joy. But those were the memories. I, I did cry quite a bit during the wedding, but yeah. I mean, cry, cry. I'm a very touchy, touchy, emotional, lovey-dovey person. So anything lovey-dovey... Yeah, I mean, he explains a lot to be honest. He does explain a lot. <laughs> Did you cry at any point during your wedding? I'm not actually sure. If you had <laughs> cried, I would have been like, Oh, here goes the ad girl, ad girl. I think that because I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, At what point would I have cried? I don't know. Even at the point where all oh, the engagements and your friends are arguing, I'm like, I'm just going, like, <laughs> I don't get. We are like really going to okay. it was a traditional wedding. I didn't cry. It was the white wedding that I cried. There was nothing about the person that was going to make me cry. I'm sorry. Was nothing about this going to make me cry. Oh my god! The traditional wedding was more like party, party. First off, like there was already the ginger of e. I mean, a traditional um, Yoruba wedding. The groom goes in first and my friends had come you know out to tell me in the car where was i eh, oh, yes, your so, husband ah. floored everywhere like honestly it really you have shocked to, us. like everybody was just like ah i don't know if you can you, you know you can meet up to this but you have to ah, you can't spoil the show he he came ready. Done, yeah. i, I feel like he must have been spending weeks pressing because i was truly shocked I, I was, was really the car thinking, hey there's no way i can beat this man no there's no way i can beat this man um but yeah, so the detraction wedding was more like party party. Um, mm. Yeah, that, there was nothing crying, crying, really. There. I think the what was the question? Most exciting part of it, or the I don't remember what I asked now. <laughs> but I remember that it was just seeing the excitement my parents feel. Oh my god, like there was the joy and the smile on their face. Mm. It's something that is ingrained in my in my heart and in my memory. Like it was, I could just see how very happy they were. Um, and they were like the only few people that I saw on the day because yeah, anybody that gets to see that knows like for a fact, everybody that came for their wedding, I don't know. I don't know the people that came for the wedding. Same. Mine was even more chaotic because I got dressed at home because my parents were insistent of you leave from, from, from the hotel. Yeah. You leave from your father's house. You know what? It's one of those things also that actually didn't bother me a lot. Dige. All I said is, if it's this house, I'll make it into what I want to make it into. And then I dress her from there. But I, I, what I've understood over the years, especially in dealing with my parents, is the fact that there are certain things that are very key to them. And if it doesn't take anything away from me, have it your way. Like, he actually didn't take anything away from me. The pictures mm-hmm. that I got, I wondered, you dressed her once, I wonder. I was just like, fine. So there were a lot of people that were coming into the house that day to greet. They kept saying hi to me. I don't know who was there. Except they tell me that this person was there, or maybe I heard somebody's voice I'm familiar with. I just closed my ears to anything that was happening that morning. So I didn't even know who was there. Mm. Um, I remember when I was walking down the hall also with my dad. Um, I think it's one or two people may have greeted me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can't mean, remember seeing them. 
can't yeah. remember any other word apart from like the train. Um, yeah, I can't. That, okay, that I can't. Mm. Yeah. So um, yeah. So I remember seeing the. You're just so excited about that. Um, okay. I think the wedding generally was just hilarious because even <laughs> the priest that officiated it just made it really silly for everybody. Mm. Um, so and it was just. I was pretty much relaxed. The I was the one shaking up until they actually said, you are not husband and wife, and then I actually <laughs> relaxed. I don't know if you thought I was going to run away. I don't know. Ain't <laughs> is possible with you, my dear. Ain't <laughs> is possible with you. I don't blame him, Jerry. I don't blame him. <laughs> but I, I think one of the things that I wanted to ask, and I know, like, I intentionally want to ask this because I know that our um our experience were different so it's with the church counseling or marriage counseling prior to the wedding itself our experience were totally different and i wanted i want us to share that just so people can also like get one or two things from from it my experience wasn't great Mm. um first off i mean they wanted us to buy some books by the wife by, of the pastor. Oh, the I don't think it was the pastor himself. The um, and we had to read the book. It wasn't just buying the book. You have to read the book. You have to summarize the book. Um, that was one. It was typically supposed to be, I think it'd be a three month thing, but it has to be in person. And there was clearly no way we were both going to be um in Nigeria three months before the wedding. It was not going to happen. So they had to like you know merge everything together into a i think seven days um you know session so we had to keep going every day and all of that first off i didn't find that fun at all um second of all there were hmm. so the first day they were going to introduce us in church um was the same weekend we both arrived in nigeria and he had come to get me from you know my mom's house so we went to church together and you know it usually gets the door for me. Like I'm kind of used to that um, already. So he got the door for me. He carried my bag and we're just walking in. And, you know, unknown to us, like we didn't know if anybody was looking at us or anybody wasn't really. So at the end of the service, we were supposed to like meet with, you know, the pastors that were going to maybe be taking us through the marriage counseling, all of all of that. So we finished church, we got in. And, you know, the pastor had issues with the fact that he was carrying my bag. I don't know what that meant. They were just like, you know, why would he care that mm. we'll be bringing all these uh, um, white people culture? In my head, I'm just like, with carrying my bag, okay, fine. They asked very, um, I don't know, invasive, invasive questions. <laughs> yeah, questions. You know, like, I wish... It, if, if if there were questions that you can see the reason behind it and you can understand why they were asking, it would make sense. So asking questions like, oh, you know, um, um, what type of electronics, you know, are in the living room? Is there a TV in the kitchen? What how many like what like yeah. what does that mean to anything? What's the correlation? Like what if you what answer would I give that would be an acceptable answer? Um, or not that said you know it was not to hug me or um, it was not acceptable for him to hug me I say ha <laughs> so my experience in total wasn't so great and I also find the fact that the main things that I feel were important 
to share about going into a marriage were not necessarily shared. Mm. They were unnecessary things. Mm-hmm. Like there weren't, you know, conversations around, oh, you know, managing conflict, um, finances, blah, blah, blah. There weren't like, you know, important things that were actually covered. They were just very random. That's see, I can't remember anything. That's how very ineffective. It the was. training or the session was versus your experience you share your own experience about like the old marriage counseling oh plus first they didn't allow my mother to walk me down the aisle and they couldn't yeah. explain to me why like it the explanation I mean, never made sense based it was on everything like, like you said it just makes sense it has to be a guy that those... will walk me down the aisle. i'm like explain to me why that's supposed to be the case no they almost passed my mood by saying oh you know my wedding dress um the way it was i can't wear it that way it was like i what maybe like five days to my wedding what was supposed to do to my wedding dress before like oh anyways that's that pretty terrible the, it really was terrible, terrible. the that I, I was almost certain that they were not going to join us because my husband actually gave them a piece of his mind which is not after surprising. we're done <laughs> I thought we're done with the old session, blah, blah, blah. He gave them a piece of his mind. And hey, where I was seated, because we were both in the room, I was just thinking, we need to start thinking of where we're going to get joined because this is not going to happen in this church because they're <laughs> going to be upset with what you're saying. It's ridiculous, though. Well, yeah, that's how terrible it was. My experience was different. If anyone is familiar with the Catholic Church, you typically are on this marriage course for six months, which is like every Sunday. So, um, the weeks, anyways, for the period of six months, that's what it usually is in Nigeria. I was in the UK and Timothy was in Nigeria. And from the onset, there was no other place I was getting married than in Catholic church. So he had to then register with in a Catholic church that was closer to him to attend the session. Now, because I'm in the UK and generally, although the Catholic church is a universal church and we all read the same masses and everything, on a daily basis, um, the processes are quite dif- different. In the UK, it's less, a little more flexible. It's less strenuous or less um, stringent. That's the word. It's less stringent. Mm-hmm. So um, what would I would have typically done for six months in Nigeria ended up being one weekend. And I sat with this very nice one woman. weekend, guys. One weekend versus six months. Why Actually, do you like to carry things? To it's not even one weekend. One Nigeria. Saturday. Because weekend is Saturday and Sunday. It was just one Saturday. Um, and then we went into I'm this sure room. I'm sure just be beefing you. <laughs> so we went into this room and then um, we just sat down. It was more like a counseling session thing. Um, so we sat down and then she gave me like a list of materials. She asked me questions about where we're going to live, our finances, if we talked about that, kids, what happens if you don't have kids. Um, I think generally the intention that you have from the from the marriage, she gave us, like I said, materials and exercises that we could do together since we're in the same place. And I actually found them very useful because we're asking... See? Share, you can't see. Did I find mine useful? Zero. <laughs> okay. I think- they're just asking questions that a lot of people wouldn't generally find comfortable with who is responsible for what you know what happens like i said if you can't have kids um you know the living arrangement that you want all of that so what i did was i came home with all of that and then we walked through it virtually as always now by the time he was registering for his own covid had already so i i did my own car early before the lockdown so that's why i was able to do like an in-person session 
So by the time Tim Tyler did his, it was virtually. So everybody was joining like on Zoom. So I could actually join some of those sessions. And some of them were, typically, some of them weren't because Nigerian counselors generally don't ask the typical mm. questions that you want to be asked. But we just had to do that because formality, you have to. It has to be done if not, you can't get married yeah. in the church. Mm. However, we also then had one session with the priest who was going to officiate the wedding. And it was actually very chill. He was even teasing me about how I'm very serious and is very relaxed. So it just made me feel very comfortable that, okay, this is the person that was going to be officiating the wedding anyway. So that was a very easy. I think we had it like over two weeks. And of course, my mom wanted to be there. And the priest was like, mommy, it's just for the two of them. <laughs> So, <laughs> <laughs> was just, oh my was, god what did she want to join for <laughs> it was so awkward because my mom kept saying oh father is there anything no no any no so she, it was, she just got with that mommy has to leave <laughs> so it was weird but interesting as well um so that's how pretty much we went. Then we had to do like some medical tests in the medical center. Yeah, we had to do as like that. There was no pregnancy well. test because I know that some churches require yeah, to do some pregnancy we, tests. I had to do pregnancy tests. You did? Yeah, I had to do pregnancy tests. It wasn't just the blood it's, test. You yeah. said, no, was it just blood, HIV? And no, they did. Preg- they said it's even the, the one that they do with your blood sample that they and everything 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 um urine and blah. yeah i did pregnancy test because again if i went if, if i was pregnant then the wedding was not gonna happen i think that's a topic that we need to cover separately yeah. because see, let's not get to this anyways so that's how marriage counseling went and also because i got to nigeria i think about like three weeks before the wedding so it was more like a crash course that we also did a crash meeting that we had but okay. it was pretty chill for me you know so. it was boring it was ugh. i couldn't wait for it to be done like man i'm just like just just get me married and i can move on really <laughs> i um, can but... imagine yeah um really i think that was all i wanted to cover really about mm. like wedding and wedding plans um yeah, I think if one thing that I would just say is um you just need to focus on the things that are really important to important you and your you. spouse. Because mm-hmm. number one, it cannot all go the way they want it to. I promise you it cannot. And you know what? I think what kept what prompted me or or prepped me rather um before the wedding was um bit continu- like he continually said it to me like months before the wedding that you know take your mind off the fact that you want everything to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. Mm-mm. We just need to focus on just like whether what the two of us are the important people on that day. So let's just focus on, on ourselves. Mm-hmm. No matter and it kept saying, no matter what happens, we're just gonna have fun because mm-hmm. we're not gonna redo this wedding simply because something didn't go how mm-hmm. we imagined mm-hmm. it to be. So it was like no matter what you see, no matter what you hear, no matter what you see when you get into the all, for instance, or how you might see some things going, not exactly how you thought it was gonna be. Nope, and it, it honestly helped because on the, on the wedding day itself, there were several things that didn't, that didn't go oh, according to you. plan. Me several things didn't go according to plan. Like my traditional wedding cake looks like what I don't know. I didn't even um, care about the cake. I think my the, one was that the person the was- spring class or do you know those sparkling things yeah, that, that. Would, that would come up? You know when the, the during the first dance, 
again, thank thank God for our photographer because I can if I'm telling you that that stuff went out maybe within the first five seconds, you see the like, but our photographer was able to get photos of us while it was up. So there were so many of all those things, but I, I just think I'm like, I'm looking at you, my husband. That's the most important thing. Mm. Me and you together. Um, so yes, like you said, it's, it's very important. Just focus on yourselves and what is important to you guys. Whatever happens, I promise you. I don't think anybody I've heard anybody that said everything went a hundred percent exactly how they imagined. One thing, sha. One thing must happen. So, yeah. I think also you just it. um enjoy the process. I think for everybody that I had interactions with all the vendors, I seen oh how I was super easy because I told myself. I am not going to be stressed about anything. <laughs> so even when on the day the hairstylist was supposed to come and redo my hair for the reception and for some reason they were in back, I just had it. I'm like, what's happening? Are we going to please just park there? Let's move. I really don't have time. I'm I, like, I actually cannot be stressed. Do you understand? So um, mm. that was one thing that I was just, I just had my mindset on. Like whatever happens, it's fine. I knew that guest management or guest care wasn't going to be a problem because my mom be my mom, you know, I knew that she was going to get things covered in that era. So I just needed to focus on the other things. And I tried to have fun. I think I did. Mm-hmm. Um, That was it. Also, yeah. Another thing that you want to prioritize, even if you don't prioritize anything, is your photographer and your videographer, because those are only the memories that you have beyond yeah. what's in your head. Um, And then you can look back at the pictures and laugh at all the mess that happened. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. That's something else that you need to focus on. And thirdly, if you're Nigerian, I think you need to wake up early. And I mean very early on, maybe <laughs> after you get engaged to the fact that it's not your wedding. Did your it's church your f- tell you that if you come late, they will continue the service without you? No, normally Catholic church don't wait. So even okay, because they told they told they told us to. No, that. I didn't even need to be told. They will continue the service. So if of you're course. late, it's you that you're late. The service yeah. continue. If it we is, knew if they reach the joining of the couple and you're not there, they'll move to the next thing. Uh, normally, normally, I'm generally I'm not even I'm not when it comes to lateness. I'm not. I didn't even like to be involved in it. So I was just like, whatever happens we're gonna be there on time and mm-hmm. i dressed up from home with my mom and my dad there was no way i was gonna to church late no way in the world i was getting there late mm-hmm. um so um and what was i saying before you just Anyways, waking enjoy... up early you have to wake up early no see hmm, between yourself and your, if you know that you are using vendors and you're not using a stylist Tell your vendors to arrive there three hours before because I've been a bridesmaid for a wedding. Let me tell you what the makeup artist did. Makeup artist slept in the hotel room with the bride. Woke up that morning and said, oh, she's quickly coming. Went and went somewhere else to do makeup for somebody else. I'm not even joking. She came back yes. late. So church that was supposed to start at 12. She arrived at 11. Obviously, they couldn't meet. And this way, I say it was also a Catholic church. We were standing outside. The groom was inside. In fact, it was even at um, maybe almost response. Yes. No, I think we had even gone to read the gospel. It was not time for sermon before they allowed us in. So know what Jeez. you are doing. Know what you are doing with those vendors. Some vendors, eh? They don't have the fear of God in them. They actually don't. So do know what you are doing, honestly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like I said, it's really not your day entirely. It's also your family members' days, everybody's yeah. days. So I'll try not to be actually be kind to them because let's be honest, your parents are probably be looking forward to this. You know, everybody. So just try not to make it all. It's all about it because it's really not about you. Whatever, if you want to do varying, you know, go and do that. You and you and your spouse and wherever nobody really cares. But you see the original one. If you're not trying to accept the truth very early on, because that's how you have peace of mind. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and we shall see you on the next episode. All right. Bye guys. Bye.